So I want to tell you about one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Well, it's not really so guilty. Beauty Bar Chocolate is an amazing, amazing chocolate bar actually created by one of our show guests, Candice. And it's basically been created to be a way to enjoy chocolate without all the guilt. Beauty Bar Chocolate is sugar-free. It's created with adaptogens and even pearl collagen, which gives you this amazing natural spa glow. It's made with 83% raw chocolate, and it's actually created to relieve stress, fight fatigue, and balance hormones. It's keto and paleo friendly, and let me tell you what, I have to have a little bar every night before I go to bed. It's the greatest. I love that it has collagen in it. I love that it incorporates pearl, and it's something that I absolutely cannot live without. So go ahead and check out beautybarchocolate.com. And while you're checking out, use discount code under the influence for 10% off. That's under the influence at checkout. And enjoy and get your beauty on with Beauty Bar Chocolate. What's good, Influence fam? Okay, today it is 87 degrees in San Diego. I love giving you the weather report because I've been dying because it's been so cold and so rainy and so awful here in San Diego. And finally, I'm back in this warm sunshine and it's hot and the AC may have broken in our office, but it's fine. I don't even care. It just feels like summer. I'm really stoked today. I know I always say this. I actually, listen, I'm trying really hard to change up these intros. All right. I got, I like, I got like a routine. It's very uniform. Tell you about the weather joke about, you know, what's going on in my life. And then, you know, I also kind of, you know, say the same things over and over again about how excited I am about the guests and whatnot. But anyway, to get back down to it, I'm trying my best here. I'm trying to change it up, trying to keep you guys entertained and also trying to, you know, get to the point. So here it is. I have the target girl on as our next guest. For those of you that don't know Lauren LaBeouf, she is the cutest thing on the planet. She is a model turned influencer turned blogger. And she recently just launched the Target Girl, which the Target Girl is a blog, podcast, and basically Instagram that showcases her telling you guys all about her favorite brands and products out of Target. I'm sorry. Yeah, Target. Like, who the fuck doesn't love Target? Anyway, super stoked on her and very excited to get this thing off and running. And just, yeah, excited to kind of see more things from Lauren. She's out of San Diego. She's awesome. We've known each other via Instagram and kind of stalked and loved each other from a distance for a while. So I'm very excited to have her on and I'm very excited for you guys to listen. She shares amazing, amazing tips on working in the influencer industry, how to remain authentic, and really how to just go for it and start your own brand. So without further ado, let's get right down to it. Under the Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement, and we are about to get under the influence.
podcast. I am here today with Lauren LaBeouf. She is the amazing influencer slash model slash talented creative behind the Target Girl, which I adore. And I mean, it's if you guys, if anyone is anyone, you've seen this Instagram slash blog because it's basically all these amazing finds at Target and Lauren being super cute and modeling all the stuff. And it's awesome. It's such a great concept. So hi. Thank you. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you on today. It's disgustingly so hot excited. in the office. I'm Very sorry. hot, you guys. I oh, my know. goodness. <laughs> we're, we're getting through, though. <laughs> I know. San Diego yeah. decided to come out and play today, I guess. Mm, definitely. I know. We need to be at the beach instead of in here. <laughs> we do. We yeah. should have definitely done this podcast at the beach, 100%. <laughs> next Thank time. You. Next time. <laughs> so, okay. Mm. You know, you have, you are kind of this influencer sensation. Oh, sensation. I, mean, I like I would say so. <laughs> oh, I've been following you for a while, and you and your fiance came out with this absolutely stunning engagement video <laughs> thanks to him thanks to him it was yeah, beautiful. yeah thank you yeah. it was it was kind of funny because I'm like oh wow he gets to come on a photo shoot with me for the first time and you know he'll get to see a little behind the scenes of like what I do normally and basically it came down to our friends were wedding videographers that kind of wanted more publicity so I was going to post the video on my Instagram and my now fiance he you know plays guitar writes a little bit of music so he's like let's just make a huge music video it'll be fun I'm like okay cool you'll come with me on a shoot but it'll also be for your song and then at the end of it he proposed so I'm like oh, oh never mind I guess this wasn't like like <laughs> just talk about video. goals this guy oh. like wow I'm I mean, like geez you're showing yourself up what are you gonna do for our anniversaries and stuff he's, he's like, like crap like I, I dug myself a hole there, yeah. which I get I get it so no I yeah. love that so much and then so from this I mean you have this awesome following and then you decided to create the target girl right so yeah yeah so it's actually coming up on oh gosh like eight or nine months and I started it last summer I mean I'm sure we all know Lauren Bostick so yes. she is the queen of blogging and she obviously inspires so many young entrepreneurs out there and I was listening to the influencer podcast they were saying you know what what is a good way to start a blog any kind of platform in 2018 and she was saying I would really hone in on one store like Kohl's or Target. And it was almost like I, I was sitting in the drive through like getting coffee before class and like my heart was racing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can do that. I can totally yeah. do that. I mean, not only do I love Target as a college student and a girl, but it's like any age from like 12 to 30s, I mean, and beyond, of course. And I just like, I ran home and I was like, I remember thinking about this time I was at a photo shoot in LA. Uh, for a company called Show Me Your Moo Moo. And I had had a sweater on that was from Target. And it was, it was really cute and really soft. But this girl was like, where did you get that? that sweatshirt and I remember kind of like almost being embarrassed to say Target and like oh. oh no like should I say it's from Urban <laughs> Outfitters and somewhere more expensive and cool and so I was just like yeah I got it at Target a few months ago she's like oh my gosh I have to go get it tomorrow then and it kind of clicked and realized that all of us have of course most of us have access to a Target and you know it's a good way to have all of us come together under our love for Target yeah. so so that's when it all started. I went home, started the Instagram, and the platform was actually called That Targeting Girl. <laughs> I don't know. In the beginning, I'm like, yeah, she's targeting life. She's targeting all these things, but she also loves Target. I need to shorten that. That's like too long. So then the dot target girl came about because, yeah. So. I love it. <laughs> it's like kind of like, long story. Who doesn't freaking love Target? Like, right. Oh 
my gosh. Like, it's not just the clothes. You can literally go any in that store and get any every single item you can think of. Literally, so. I've you know how many times I've contemplated the Target credit card because I go <gasps> yes. in there for what? That's like the, the age old joke. You go in there for one thing, yep. you come out with a like a new bedspread, <laughs> a coffee table, lamps, like you come like everything. Literally everything. Yeah. And it's just so funny and yeah, I I feel like a lot of girls have responded well to it because it's so true. Like you walk in there thinking you will only get one thing and trying to stick to your list and then you don't. And so, Never. yeah, but so I kind of hope that the blog and things like that kind of direct girls to be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go get this shirt that Lauren talked about. And like, that's it. Or maybe like buy it online. So they don't have to go in the store and like be tempted to get other stuff. So that's fun too. But, and I have to ask, has Target yeah. like seen this yet? Have they like seen what you're doing? Right. My, my, I'm like still in the process of like even trying to reach their marketing team. They seem so untouchable, but my dream would really to be to kind of tell them like the plans and things that I would love to do with them. But they, have commented on a few of my pictures and basically it's just that thing that they send out to everyone it's like hey is it okay if we share your photo um on our website and they never get back to you and all you have to do is say yes it's fine and they kind of use it I think on their website but it's totally like oh at least they're commenting but yeah it's all in good thing in good timing right you're just planting the seeds right now I love that (laughs) so tell me about like where does your passion stem from for blogging and you know obviously we all love target but kind of where where's that drive coming from I mean, I guess when I started kind of just this Instagram thing in general back in like 2014, I kind of had the mindset of like, oh, how do I get into modeling? That'd be really fun. I had like a random goal of wanting to be posted on Brandy Melville because a lot of girls were really obsessed with, you know, the account and the Mm -hmm. store. And so fast forward, I, I kind of began to realize that my passion wasn't like, you know, being in front of the camera and that's fun. But it re- it was more so seeing the direct messages from other girls. And I guess like looking back in high school, I can't even imagine growing up with Instagram and growing up with comparing yourself to girls as you scroll through. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, okay, if I was scrolling through Instagram, what do I want to see from a blogger or a girl that doesn't make me feel like insecure or make me feel like bad about myself? And so um, then direct messages from girls would kind of come in and they're like, hey, your caption really inspired me today. Like that was so sweet. And so it's, it's gotten to a point where, I mean, I'll never forget one of the direct messages and she had said that she was going through an eating disorder and like I had something that I had said and posted about had really helped her like realize oh okay I don't have to like be this perfect mold through Instagram so I'm like okay this is so much bigger than me like it's not just you know it's not just posting a picture which is it's hard to think about when you're just kind of posting and thinking oh I need to get a new post up I need to you know catch up with all these other people and you kind of have to you know take a step back I'm sure you've realized that too it's like it could go south real quick. I mean, even I, obviously, we all have, like, insecurities. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, that's – it sucks because, you know, you always hear now, it's like, well, I just go on Instagram to feel bad about myself. Yeah. Like, that's, like, a running joke. And I love what you're doing, too, because, you you know, like, you are a model. You have this beautiful body. You're stunning. But you're doing things in such a positive light. And you're really, like, inspiring positivity. So, I mean, that's an amazing thing to do. And – you know, I want to dive into the kind of the mental health aspect because yeah. I love talking about it. Yeah. You know, tell me some ways that you feel like maybe that like you kind of have to check yourself when it comes to social media. I, it's cool that a lot of girls are talking about this now, whether it's on a podcast or a blog post, 
Um, but I've I've noticed, I mean, if it comes down to it and you're scrolling through and there's these, the, maybe there's a few girls, but maybe there's this one girl that every time you cross that photo and you're just like, oh my gosh, I wish I looked like her or why can't I? Or I feel so bad about myself just looking at this image. Sometimes I've even just had to unfollow the person, um, as weird as it might sound. And uh, it's just true. Everyone, I mean, even the girl in the photo probably has insecurities. And that's, of course, the hard part with editing you know you don't know what's real what's fake but it is hard so I guess maybe something that has helped me is either unfollowing or just really reassuring myself like okay you know you don't have to feel this way scrolling through even though it's like easier said than done oh 100 no I'm like a huge fan of like muting and yeah I love it Mm -hmm. because it's like I yeah like it's like you know sometimes especially too maybe if you know them or you're an acquaintance with them it's like it can be a little awkward it is yeah or you've met them at an event or something and they'll be like why did you unfollow me? Oh my gosh, you know, which is sad that it's because you're so amazing. Yeah. And it's sad that it's like that, but it is. And you know, I also too, I mean, and for me, I think one of the things, and I talk about this often on the podcast, but I'll do it. I feel those feelings and thoughts when I see someone else in business or someone Mm -hmm. that I really, really admire. And it's almost not like I'm, it's almost not like a jealousy thing. It's more or less of like, wow, they're doing so good. Why am I not at their level? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what also is yep. really hard too. It's that compare comparison game. It's so easy it's to do. Totally. So how do you kind of inspire, you know, being someone with a following, how mm-hmm. do you inspire people, you know, to be healthy on social media, you know, and yeah. take that time and really, you know, not be so hard on themselves or not mm-hmm. get into the comparison attitude? Yeah, I think this, this can probably differ if, you're um, somebody who doesn't really work on Instagram or you are. So it can differ for either person. But uh, of course, kind of limiting that time that you're just mindlessly scrolling through, which is hard because sometimes I'll be doing it for 30 minutes and you don't realize it. Yeah. But also, I think this might be a little bit of a weird answer, I guess. But I just I guess I recently found out and realized those other girls that are continuously encouraging encouraging me, whether it's a comment here and there, like, oh my gosh, you're killing it, girl. Or like, they'll direct message me separately and say, wow, you're doing amazing. And I, I recently have gotten that from a few really big bloggers. And so seeing that and their encouragement definitely helps me and realizes, oh, okay, like I can do this and Instagram shouldn't feel like a pressure. Uh, so I guess that that's a good thing for you girls out there who um, maybe work uh, through Instagram and kind of really giving that back. So even like, for example, I had a girl on my podcast and she's so full of wisdom. And so I, you know, direct message her and like, Hey, what you said today really, really encouraged me. So I don't know if that really is a right answer of how to handle the toxic Instagram part, but I guess it's kind of like when you, you know, maybe like give somebody a gift, you feel really good. Like, Oh, I did a good thing. And, um, you know, you're commenting on somebody's Instagram and it's genuine. It's not like, Oh, you're so cute. And like, you know, in a, no, in a weird like fake really way. Genuine. It's like, no, I mean this. And you kind of feel better about yourself. Like, oh, wow. Okay. This is a, I, it reminds me that Instagram can really be used as a really good platform despite the toxic parts of it for sure. It's 100%. Like, and I totally agree with that. I think, you know, I mean, there was like that hashtag that was trending for a while where it was like community over 
competition or collaboration over competition or something like that. I love that. And I think it's like super true, especially, you know, in the blogging world is right. that you guys are all in this. To- I mean, I could say we're all in this together. I don't really blog, but right. you know, the, the bloggers are really all in this together. Right. You know, it is like, it is an industry now, right. You know, it does require, you know, a community basis. So I think a hundred percent being positive, making mm-hmm. those affirmations, encouraging one yeah. another, like, it's not, you know, I would 100% agree. I think that's such a good way to spread positivity, especially mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's true. It's You can never have enough positivity on Instagram. No, sure, it's so there's so much negative stuff. Exactly, yeah. Ugh, so. Yeah, 100%. So tell me a little bit about what it's been like building the Target Girl and building a blog. And just for those that maybe are like, I want to start a blog one day or I really want to turn in, you know, my influencing into a business. Tell, right. me, tell me a little bit about that. So the Target Girl is uh, an Instagram blog and a podcast, and I pretty much started the Instagram and podcast right away, and I had no idea how to even do that. That's the thing about YouTube. If you're out there wanting to do a blog, podcast, whatever it is, just search it on YouTube. Found so much you know, help from that, and I was really determined and just did it that week, uh, and I think it's it was a big thing that I really wanted to do because a lot of a lot of things these days are really going audio. I love like sitting down and watching YouTube channels and stuff like that. But to be able to drive in the car and listen to a podcast or do my makeup and feel like I'm either learning something or listening to something just fun and and casual. Uh, So that's kind of why I wanted that platform. So it's kind of a way I think for girls not to just, you know, scroll through the blog and see a shirt that they like can have head over to the podcast for a lot of inspiration from business women or women entrepreneurs, or I recently had uh, the Yes Way Rosé girls and they started their own Rosé in Target. And um, it's just really cool to hear their story of being like best friends and then going to New York and really going at this and now they're sold in Target. So it's kind of things like that where I hope that you know, any girl, any age who loves Target can net, then come to that platform, get a little bit of inspiration. So so tell me about the podcast guests that are they people that are in association with Target? Like right. how, who are your guests? Right. So that would be my dream to continue to do that. I mean, Kristen S would be like my dream with her shampoo line. Had a few like the perfect bar. They actually started here in San Diego nice. and I she, Leah, is, right? yes, she's, she's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, so it's really nice to have that community in San Diego. But um, aside from people related to Target, it's bloggers, it's fitness influencers who have inspired me to, you know, love my body, but also like be healthy. And it's uh, people who maybe are even kind of in the spotlight and quote unquote famous, I guess. I had Sadie Robertson on and she was on Dancing with the Stars and and her story is so much more than just like, oh yeah, like I was on a TV show and then I went on Dancing with the Stars. It's like, it's really cool to hear her inspiration. But um, then we sum it all up with the reasons why we love Target. Maybe it's a few questions (laughs) about Target at the end. One of my questions is like, oh, if you only had 10 minutes in Target, what section are you running to first? It's such a short amount of time. Oh so gosh. I guess that kind of sums up the guests, but it's definitely women-based. Um, I haven't had a guy on yet. Well, my fiance and I talked a little bit, but you know, guys out there, of course, are welcome too. But yeah. can I answer that question of what section? Yes, I do it. Yes, I want to know. <laughs> I think I'd go to the shoe section. Yes. And for those of you that don't know right now, me and Lauren are wearing the same black shoes. I walked in her office. She's like, are those the shoes from Target? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, girl. No, literally. So I love Steve Madden. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you know this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to just school everyone real quick on my two cents on Target knowledge. Yeah. 
But I know that I, I, I'm almost positive it was yeah. at least for 2017 or 2018. But the same shoe designer that designs for Steve Madden also does Target shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh-huh. they are. And I can't believe it's really allowed because I'm like, yeah. oh, at first I'm like, they're copying Steve yeah. Madden's design. How is this okay? And I'm like, oh, I see. I think he must, you know, really be in with Target. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, no, literally. Sure. And like, it's, I mean, they're, they're like the same exact shoe except what? Twenty dollars cheaper, thirty dollars cheaper. Count me in. Oh my gosh! Because then you can get it in every color. Get it in every color, (laughs) and we're both wearing it. It's like this little like kitten heel sandal shoe, Mm -hmm. and it's like I I've told I mean I told you I wear them everywhere. You said you're wearing them to your engagement party. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, my my like honestly any event because I wore them to the engagement party and probably the bridal shower because then you put on the actual tall heels then you want to take them off after two minutes and then put on a smaller one because it still makes you feel like you're not in a flat but you're you know going around your day but kind of a lifted little heel it's comfortable we're both tall yeah so we need a oh tall really okay thanks I mean yeah I think you're like decently tall I don't know I'm like I'm like an Amazonian woman at like five yeah. nine but, but then you've got the nice long legs and it all works out great no I mean yeah but I, I'm the same way because I love heels like give me a right. good pump oh mm, my god okay. I'll rock it okay. but I'm so freaking tall that it's like I actually do this thing I have this strategy there's a psycho there's like a psychological study mm-hmm. that the tallest person in the room gets the deal that's true I'm a communication major and we talk about like you know spacing the room uh-huh. and like if you either if you have like a huge amount of confidence in the room or you're the tallest, like you automatically kind of look towards that person as like the leader or like the, the person. So it's like, true. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's like been studies. Yeah. Okay. So, so literally funny. every time we go in and I'm probably going to be giving away my cards or whatever, but I love meeting with potential clients and I'm not afraid to wear heels and I do it. love it because I, I do, I feel like you navigate yeah. that attention or it does give you confidence. So and you probably feel like more like empowered and confident. Girl, <laughs> Girl boss. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love yeah. that though. I'm glad. Oh, so you're a comm major. Yeah, that's what, that's what I am. <gasps> oh I was. my gosh, did you did you go to school here in San Diego? I didn't. I went to school up in Orange County, and okay. I double majored. I was started out as communications okay. studies. Yeah, studies, I guess that's maybe? what it's called. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, and then I went over into business, and I got okay. my. I double majored and got a second degree. I guess you would call it a second degree. Gosh, you go, girl. Wow. I know. It wasn't that, honestly, we were in such a small school that it made sense because of the way our, so my comms, my comm major, sorry guys, I know this is boring, but (laughs) my comm major, yeah, was focused in PR. Yes. So then they were like, well, if you want to get a business management degree on top of it, you know, because I was also wanting to imply, I was also trying to apply classes for marketing. So I was Mm -hmm. taking extra units and they're like, well, since you're already taking all this stuff, take these five extra classes throughout your four years and you'll have a double major that's so good oh my gosh that's smart I know I mean, I wish I would have said I, I thought of it. I was like, oh, I'm in a double major. Right. I wasn't that brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of fell into it. Well, I'm sure it's helping so much with this company. Like, that's great. Com yeah. majors love com majors. I know. We can do, you can do so much with it. I really hope to continue to go into social media marketing. I mean, it's every business needs it, and that's kind of what I'm interning for right now. Hopefully, I'm not boring you guys, but that's no, cool. not at all. <laughs> so, so tell us, you know, I mean, tell me a little bit about your take on social media. You know, yeah. now that you're a blogger, and you have these two profiles you have your personal profile right mm-hmm. and then you have the target girl tell me about 
you know, where you see social media going. I, that's the hard part because it, it can go away within like, who knows when, I mean, it could be gone tomorrow and I always hope and pray that it doesn't because I love <laughs> it and it's so fun working with brands, but I definitely see it continuing to go into this route of using authentic, I guess, people and bloggers and influencers or everyday girls in order to to brand and to do ads and things like that. And that's that's the thing I really hope that a lot of brands catch on. I'm sure they are starting to now in 2019, but it's hard to see those brands who are still stuck to like spending all their money on commercials and things like that. Because nowadays I'm sure you guys listening feel this when you're scrolling through and you can easily swipe up and buy something. It's so much easier than like watching a commercial and seeing it or, you know, other things like that. So I really hope that Instagram starts to or continues to go that way and, and brands continue to work through people through Instagram, even though I'm sure it can start to get annoying with, you know, the hashtag ads and the swipe up and um, you kind of start to think who is just in it for the money. So that's the hard part about, you know, finding those right people who are promoting something they actually use. I mean, how do you stay authentic in a world like that? I mean, yeah. are you doing kind of, are you doing sponsored posts for brands right now? Is that yeah. within the target girl and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, so that's the cool part. I do um, sponsored things for my main account when it comes across my emails and things like that. And then also for target girl with uh, products in target. Um, and so usually if, if a brand were to come to me, I always want to make sure they know that I only want to promote the brand if I feel like it aligns with me. Uh, Cause I mean, for example, I'm not going to promote like randomly something because my followers are going to know, oh, that's, that's fake. She'll never use that. So I think that's one way kind of making sure the brand knows that you uh, want to make sure that you're, you're going to use the product. Uh, and then it kind of helps navigate, you know, your relationship with the brand and saying, oh my gosh, yeah, I love, I would love to collaborate with your makeup brand because I love makeup. Um, so that makes sense for me. So it's things like that where you just got to make sure it kind of aligns with your brand and what you love. So then your followers know like, oh, okay, of course she's being authentic yeah. and stuff like that. I guess that's a good tip, but no, yeah, um, 100%. Well, I think too, authenticity, you know, like that's something that we're actually seeing a trend in marketing. Exactly. You know, it's, you're seeing a lot of companies mm -hmm kind of phase out of it. Let me back up. But you're seeing a lot yeah. of companies phase out of traditional marketing, like exactly. you mentioned, like the mm -hmm. billboards, the TV ads, these mm -hmm. major, major, major cost, crazy cost crazy. marketing tactics. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing them go more toward the influencers. And I think too, that that's, you know, why we wanted to start this podcast is because we want to talk about, you know, that there's such an ability for an influencer to impact, you know, not only a purchase decision, but now they're impacting all, you know, this, these audiences and to really inspire positivity and to talk about mental yeah. health and to talk about what social media can do to, exactly. to you if you don't check it, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell me a couple ways of like how you feel like brands, I want to say, I want to use brands for you, how brands yeah. can better impact their communities on social media. I, I guess this goes towards uh, kind of influencers uh, who they know the whole world of like getting an email back about like these, this is your like, little package of what you need to do, what you need to hashtag for me. And probably I can probably speak, I think on other uh, influencers behalf, but like if, if a brand is so cookie cutter and they, they want you to wear this color shirt, uh, hashtag these few things. And they want you to, the caption to say these exact words. Yeah, Those are kind of the things where I try to stay away from because, mm -hmm. uh, as a follower, I'm sure, you know, and for scrolling through and you're like, Oh, this looks so fake. Like, 
it looks really put together in a way that it looks like an ad. in a way that you yeah in yeah. a way that you wouldn't present it so I think if a brand out there is really wanting to transfer well within like a community of influencers and stuff kind of really let them have their opinion of how they want the shot to look of course of course you have to stay within a few brand colors and of course you have to have the hashtag ad if you're getting paid legally and stuff like that so definitely it's really good to see those brands give me the um I guess the freedom to do what I want or what I think is going to look better. Cause there's been those times where I've just said yes to the brand. I think it might've, I don't know, but I guess I shouldn't say the brand. <laughs> it's been kind of like where they really want a cookie cutter and I didn't get as many likes or comments. And I think that goes to show that kind of the influencer's eye or mm-hmm. your eye as anybody, you kind of know your followers the best. I, so I was just going to say too, you know, like when we have brands and we pitch to influencers, yeah. we want them to align. Yeah. We, you know what does best as, yeah. you know. Well, and we also too, like, you know, the other thing is that as a, you know, if I'm speaking on behalf of a brand's point of view, I want that influencer to curate a piece of content that I know that I can then use on my social following, right? Or like repost it or whatever. Exactly. And, it, and it's going to match. It's going to fit my aesthetic. So I feel like too, maybe, you know, maybe that's a really, really good tip for brands or people that are in marketing to be like, hey, look, mm-hmm. don't just throw things at influencers. Mm-hmm. Go after the ones that align well, that they're mm-hmm. going to curate a piece of content that you're going to love and that you can trust them in curating exactly. that. Exactly. Trust is big. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then also that, you know, too, on the other end, it's going to it's going to make their followers feel well. Definitely. There was, um, I used an example today. Um, do you know who Ashley Spadelli is? I, pr- I probably do. If I okay. So she's a San Diego influencer. She has this awesome neon pink hair. She's basically like a walking unicorn. She's great. <laughs> and awesome. she did an ad for Lucky Charms. Okay. And it was perfect because it almost was like, you know, she probably eats Lucky Charms. Like, you know, like her whole feed is like rainbow aesthetic. Like, it and even though it was an ad and she hashtag ad hashtag sponsored or whatever you would you enjoyed it because it fit her feet right you exactly know? that's so true and because like a fitness influ- influencer for example isn't going to promote this like junk food unless there's like mm. money attached and then you probably are like oh that's just because they were getting paid and you you kind of yeah. like scroll past it like oh that kind of sucks that they just did it for that well, so I feel like there's a responsibility too to be authentic you know when you're doing these ads yep. you know mm-hmm. like being like you know what hey like if it doesn't I mean I we did a funny kind of like hash brown giveaway contest mm-hmm. cute yeah and we were talking with a couple influencers that were going to help promote us and they really were like they it was, I honestly have so much respect for them because they're like look like we cannot talk about McDonald's like wow I don't mm-hmm. need it it's not my daily routine yeah. like I'm talking about like you know they weren't even like wellness gurus or health fitness right. people either they were just kind of like bloggers but they're like but I wouldn't eat it and that's so, so therefore big of I'm them not... to say that's so hard to do too like yeah, yeah. Huh. so I mean it's really interesting and I I love that too because I think that that's you know that's how you keep your following growing and organic and right. really engaged with you right yeah totally so what is like one of the, what is like the best influential tip you can give to somebody out there that wants to start their own blog or their podcast or just wants, you know, to really grow their following in an authentic Mm -hmm. way. I guess in regards to the, the, to the time right now, like in 2019, it's, it's definitely harder for girls to do that because you've got the everyday blogger that's Mm -hmm. on, you know, reward style and like to know it. And they're all shopping at the same places, which is never a bad thing. And I, follow all of them so um but it's more so maybe focusing on maybe it's it is that one store or if you're a lover of makeup it's like one I don't know if if 
it's really hard to just focus in on one brand because there's so many. But I mean, I guess the tip is really just to focus on and niche down to that one thing. And, you know, I, I've definitely felt that way. That's a good respo- response that I've gotten from niching down to Target. So I guess I would say that's a really big advice. Maybe it's even a name, like a handle that's really mm-hmm. catchy. One of my friends put her last name in in a funny way. So it's really cute. And you kind of stand out instead of just like your first and last name. So whether it's like a really cool handle and you kind of um, have that name and you stick to it with a brand or it's like the store and you stick to that with a brand, I would say that's a kind of a tip. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I think that's so great. Right. So tell me a little bit about what influence means to you. Oh man, I it's so funny having you ask it to me because I forget that every episode you ask everyone. <laughs> I'm like, wow, when she asked me, I'm going to have a good answer, but... I'm going to blink. Um, I know. I'm like, I'm debating on switching up the questions because everyone knows like what's coming. No, I know. Like I had a girl, we, we just did an interview this morning and she was like, I've been waiting for you to ask me this question the entire time. I'm like, well, shit. Like, how are you ready to prepare? And the funny thing is that I have been waiting and I can't believe I can't find an answer. But, but I mean, obviously, like... <laughs> To sum it up, like, I mean, just acknowledging that you do have a platform in any way and really knowing that we're influencers, whether we have Instagram or we don't, or we have a YouTube channel or we don't. So it's really kind of influencing, of course, hopefully in a positive way and influencing people to either do good or even if it's as simple as kind of helping somebody out in their everyday routine with a blog post. So it's kind of um, that balance of doing some kind of good, I mean, big or small. So I would definitely say it kind of like sums up influence. I love that too. And I think too, like, you know, when we talk about it, a lot of people feel like when we talk about the social good or the social responsibility Mm -hmm. of having that kind of audience, they Mm -hmm. assume that it has to be, you know, in order to do good, it has to be some large scale effect, right? you know, and Mm -hmm. I like that you talked about just affirming you know, people in your industry, you know, or just simply saying, you know, giving something out there that's a positive, meaningful Mm -hmm. message. Because I think too, that's the way, you know, those small changes, those everyday little small things are the things that make, you know, gradually chip away at the giant glacier. That's so true. You know, so I love that. Perfect. So we're going to dive into some rapid fire. Ooh, I'm excited, but nervous. Here we go. (laughs) Don't be nervous. You're going to do great. You're going to do so, so good. Okay. What is your favorite go-to cocktail? Cocktail. Okay. Because I want to say rosé right away, but it's not a cocktail. So I mean, if there's no rosé. What's your favorite type of rosé? Oh gosh, uh, I love well. I love Josh Rose, which is funny because it's my fiance's name. Um, oh, and then wait, of course, so yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have it at my bridal shower, which is kind of funny. Um, oh. And then of course, Yes Way Rose from Target. It's great. <laughs> it is really good. Mm. I was actually like very impressed. Oh good. By like, the... I'm excited. They now have their bubbly one, which is more of a pink champagne. It's so cute. I know so their whole awesome. branding is mm-hmm. like you want that bottle, you want to sit it on your bar cart. That's the thing. That's that's why they did such a good job with branding, and so yeah, know. they know that we want to pull it off the shelf just because it looks cute. One hundred percent. That was like the smartest, smartest marketing tactic. Mm-hmm. I mean, good branding just in general. Seriously, such yeah. A fan. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> They're smart. <laughs> okay, what about your favorite Instagram song? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> I love I love the blogger Danny Austin. Um, she's based in uh, Texas, obviously. Well, that's her last name too, which is kind of cool. That's and really she, cool. yeah, she not only is posting about like her everyday life, like her, you know, she newly got married, but she's also um, talking about, of course, every what every blogger talks about, which is the fashion and makeup that she loves. But then she really 
is so real and authentic. And that's why that's another reason why, you know, if she has a swipe up link, I'm probably going to go check it out because I know she's being real. Um, she'll literally hop on there with her like retainer at night, no makeup <laughs> and like with her golden retriever. And I'm like, this is me because I sleep with the retainer, no, <laughs> and, you no, know? Like, so it's like, yeah. she's like, this is me. And I also like love makeup and doing this, but I'm going to sit down and talk to you guys like mm-hmm. no makeup. So I love that too. I love when, I love that it's, like, kind of, like, a funny, like, nod to everyone does this. You know, everyone goes to bed ugly. Literally. Like, I mean, like, I I love Like, the pimple cream is on. The pimple cream is on. The iPads are on. I just recently got this thing off Amazon, which I love. It's a facial steamer. Oh, my gosh. That's so smart. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Amazon? I need to check it out. It's 20 bucks. I'll send you the link. I need to check it out. (laughs) I know, because then you – or you can, like – be all like janky and just use like a pot and then do that because yeah. I'll do that sometimes like I should probably just get an actual face <laughs> like, oh it's great but I'll literally lay in bed in my big white robe and I'll like sit it You're so like cute. I'll plug it in like uh-huh. next to the bed and like sit it right here <laughs> I probably look like a freaking grandma no. but it's the greatest yeah well that yeah that's why I love the bloggers that are willing to show that because I'm like oh my gosh that's me too but I would never I never want to film it so I'm like oh I'm glad somebody else can do it or you know and, and encourage me to do more stuff like that yeah I mean I think it's humorous and I think again like that's that's like some positivity where you're like okay thank god someone else is doing this too yep you makes, you, makes you feel like oh okay other no, girls do this yeah your ugliness at night <laughs> oh my goodness okay oh. your go-to self-love Oh, oh man, that's a hard one. Well, I I feel like I'm kind of more of an introvert. So like I'll, you know, I'll be out and about, maybe it's at an event or just like a fun night with friends. And then you kind of have, I have to kind of like come home for like a day and just like rejuvenate and kind of get that energy back being alone. So I guess when it comes to that and like self-love, it's definitely just like being at home. Maybe it's throwing on my favorite YouTube channel a face mask and just like soaking in that time where it's like just me so yeah. yeah that's probably you know the difference obviously between introverts and extroverts but I'm like okay I gotta recharge and then like yeah so. yeah definitely some time alone I'm right. the same exact way okay. I'm a super super independent person yes. and like I it's funny because I love coming home I love when it's just me and my dogs yes, and I don't dog. have to, I know, <laughs> and you don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There has to be a dog involved, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. And I want to ask you too, because you keep bringing up YouTube. What's your favorite oh. YouTube channel? Oh man, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if I want like, you know, makeup and beauty or I just want like casual vlogs. Those are so fun to kind of watch and yeah. somebody go through there every day. I love Kristen Johns and she's really done an awesome brand with her new her new brand called um, Kristen Made, and she's kind of doing more home decor stuff. So that's really fun to watch her grow. And now I'm going to be moving out soon and like get some of her home decor, her tips for, you know, different things in her house, which are always so cute. So definitely Kristen John's, but yeah, she has awesome little videos. So, you know, what's funny is I was looking the other day on like YouTube Mm -hmm. stars, I guess, because, you know, like I'm still like a a millennial, but I feel like I don't know. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like my age demographic is like they haven't quite got on the YouTube cha- train yet. Like, right. It seems like a lot of younger people, like I see these That's girls true. that are like going into their freshman year of college, maybe if that, and they're like sitting at like 3 million views. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Like, And all they do is just carry around their phone and like mm-hmm. film themselves inside their dorm room. Yep. Yeah. And and that's probably another reason why reason why brands love YouTubers because it's like that authentic like oh I'm just in my dorm room filming but here's this product that I love but I 
think I think the whole generation part is probably because they just started young and started right away in that good time frame. And I always beat myself up about it because I, w- I started watching like makeup on YouTube in eighth grade. And if I, I feel like if I would have started my channel then, it would have been way bigger than it is now. I do have like a small channel and stuff. So it's fun to do that. But I'm like, oh man, like I could be at where the girls were when they started in eighth grade. And I mean, I don't know if that really answers the question, but I think it is kind of that if you start young and then you really have the opportunity to now be in college and have those three billion views or stuff like that, which is hard to wrap my head around. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you have a set job about filming yourself in your dorm room. But yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. I'm like looking at it, I'm like, well, shit. I should yeah. have done that. I'm like, dang it. You have this cool office with this cool view. So oh, I'm, I mean, I, you, know. you know, I like it. It keeps me busy, right? <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. It's okay. Someday, okay. yeah. What about your favorite podcast? Okay. Uh, well, recently I've been really obsessed with uh, The Lady Gang. Oh, so uh, good. You, okay, you listen. Okay, I talked to somebody else the other day. They're like, what? The Lady what? I'm like, oh, man. So Jack Vanek <laughs> was yes. like, I used to buy like literally all of her clothes. Okay, yes. I was like mm-hmm. totally her fan. I was oh never like a full scene kid or right. like emo she, kid. She totally was, which is so she great. She totally <laughs> was, but like I was like kind of like the like try hard that really wanted to be like emo, but yep. like couldn't commit. Yep. Uh-huh. That was me <laughs> with like the extra like side side bangs and like yes. deep side bangs but then I didn't I didn't have the courage to like actually dye my hair like no. a black and no. stuff so I'm like I, I can't wore, really fully do it yeah like I still wore a holster exactly like, yes <laughs> like I'm kind of a Cali girl but also I love the emo stuff you know it was like trying yeah. to be like that. we listened to like the depressing music like in the shower and shit yes, and, like, yes. just like really wish that we had like a bad boy boyfriend uh-huh. but never could fully get there yeah they they're so awesome and talk about being authentic they are for sure talking about anything that you really want to know about being a woman so yeah I know. So it's definitely cool it's a ride it's a roller mm-hmm. coaster ride that they're, podcast they're so funny. No, they yeah. mm-hmm. okay so what about your favorite influencer or business owner oh i didn't i've never really thought about that so like they kind of created their own brand and business mm-hmm. and stuff it could be like a business owner or it could just be an influencer i i like the way i like think about it too is now influencers really manifest their own business and create exactly. their own business out of uh-huh. everything so I mean, I guess going back to Danny Austin, she recently created something called the Sassy Club. Um, now it has an app where a lot of girls can go and get inspiration, but they also have little meetups here and there. That's you know, cool. she's got the the clothing for it and things like that. And I think she's about to launch something pretty big. So it sounds like a really big brand thing, but the way that she's branded it has really been awesome. It's kind of like a work, like she's been working towards that for a while now. And then now it's like here. Uh, it's really cool to see her way of branding that. I love that. Cool. I'm going to have to, I I have to admit, I, I feel like I know who she is, but I'm going to go right. find her. Yeah, and, I'm like, sure. That's the hard part about Instagram because people will like say a name and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know them until I scroll through. I'm like, oh, I'm following them. I just, you know, have to see the face. Yeah. The you know, you have like your five staple bloggers that mm-hmm. like you know and love. Yep. Like mine is like the Skinny Confidential, yep. Jenna Kutcher, Mariana Hewitt, Desi Perkins. Like mine, like that's yep. like, those are the ones I can like yeah. call off bad. Exactly. Exactly. You know? uh-huh. But then there's all, you're right, there's like the 20 others. A lot. And you're like, oh, shit, I don't know what I'm trying to remember the name. <laughs> you're like, I know their face. I know, like, I know their photo. I know what preset they use. It's, yeah, the <laughs> preset. That's so funny. That's so funny. And, and it's true. When you're scrolling through, you're like, oh, I know whose preset this is because I, you know, you see it all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Funny. I love that. What about your favorite reality TV show? 
Oh gosh, I well, the Lady Gang now has their show. I don't know if that would be considered reality TV. I've recently started. I was so curious why Very Cavallari was this huge thing with Kristen Cavallari. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are people like so obsessed with it? And then I watched one episode. I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> like, you know, her being a boss lady, like in Nashville alone, is awesome. I love Nashville, and I'm excited to go back um, for my birthday actually. But it's so cool to see her like not only build this brand from, you know, being on the hills and yeah. all of that, but she's changed it into this huge thing, obviously bigger than just her, um, you know, with her family and her coworkers. And then literally like giving Carrie Underwood, like some of her merchandise, you know, casually. Could she's like, yeah, this is for Carrie Underwood. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, just like the most <laughs> no big honest, deal. biggest yeah. like, country music singer since Janiah Dwayne. I it's know, fine. I know. Cause like, Kristen Cavallari lives right next to Luke Bryan and um that's the cool thing about Nashville being different than LA you're kind of just within this whole family and you don't have like the craziness of LA and so I'm sure it makes you want to move out there because it's like there's still some big name players but it's like Mm -hmm. southern hospitality yeah yeah everyone like Uh loves you yeah nice Mm -hmm. my it's funny because my fiance and I always say if we ever had to move anywhere other than San Diego it would be Nashville so (laughs) we just love the country scene and country music but I know it's not for everyone that's for but I know are you going to stagecoach no I went two years ago and we really really wanted to go this year but now we're like saving for the wedding and so next year hopefully crossing our fingers just so expensive so I'm like all right we'll we'll pass on this year it really is after at the end of the day it's like it's like more expensive than like going down to Cabo and seeing it out of resort. Cabo, yes, I, exactly. Because then you've also got to buy the tickets, but then you've got to find somewhere to stay, and so it's yeah. definitely worth it if you got a big group of friends. But yeah, so. I totally know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lauren, you have literally been such a joy <laughs> and pleasure. You're <laughs> it's so been cute. so fun. Oh, I gosh. know, and I mean, I'm so excited to go on the Target Girl podcast. Yay! Yeah, so, guys, you're gonna love this episode. <laughs> I'm bringing her on, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be so fun, and we're gonna nerd out on Target because that's the yeah. best. Maybe I'll bring some rose. And <gasps> there you go. Let's do that. I know. That's Hopefully, we'll be this awfully hot. I but, know. Um, thanks for going under the influence with us. Thank you so much. It was so fun.